0: Coming up on Three Blokes No Clue, we review Round 1, the round that was. We go through the performances of our stable of boys. Jez has a few comments on the Patrick Dangerfield suspension. Phil wants to spend a little bit of time talking about the Collingwood Magpies. Some poor performances won't be swept under the rug, so look out for the boys to have a chat about that. And uh, we'll find out if our man Philip has had any Tinder action. Yes, listeners, 23rd of March, 2021, Three Blokes No Clue. I am Clayton. I'm coming here on the podcast, joined by, well, I really did well with that one. I'm coming to you through the airwaves on this said podcast, Three Blokes No Clue. I'm joined by one Philip J. Kimber. Evening, sir. How are you, mate? I'm very well, mate. Yourself? And of very course, well. we uh, we can't forget our man here, who's up and about. Jeremy Worf, How are you, mate? Good day, You've got a very delicious beard. I had to say that. I'm getting 20 bucks for saying that. Yeah, yeah I'll just throw, it in. throw a- it in. Any ideas who would have uh, potentially asked you to? Oh, look, I have an inkling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just, I uh, just have a slight, just have a slight inkling of who that might be. Okay, I thought you'd be sounding a little bit somber tonight, or more
2: somber. Uh, after, uh, the, uh, no, field decision tonight. It's mate. This, uh,
1: this referring to, uh, is referring to the intro song we just played? The
2: well, yeah, he did fight the law, as in AFL House, and the law. Actually, I'm
0: going to say he didn't, because he, he said he was guilty. So he didn't fight anything. The Geelong yeah. Cats wanted to downgrade it from severe to high impact. That's yeah. all it was. And it was adjudicated as severe impact mm-hmm. rather than high. And yeah. Geelong and Patrick Dangerfield came out and said, look, we're not going to fight the charges. We're going to try and downgrade it to high impact, which would give him only two weeks, however he was unsuccessful in that bid, and he's now out for three. So he misses Melbourne, Brisbane, Hawthorne. Anyway, we'll, um, we'll, we'll get back. I've got something to we'll say about sure. it uh, a bit later on the pod. <laughs> I,
1: have, I thought you'd have an opinion on this one, Jess? Yeah, I might have, I might have a couple. Maybe uh, I'll put my bucko five in, Phil. <laughs> bucko five. <laughs> uh,
0: Phil, do you want to go through the round that was and tell us who triumphed and who didn't, and then yes. uh, a couple of the... Uh, Interesting points from a few games.
2: Yeah, 100%. So um, uh, the Tigers rolled Carlton on Thursday night. Uh, we had the Dogs 16-point victors over the Pies. Uh, the D's got the job uh, in a bit of a scrappy affair against the Dockers. Uh, the Crows, uh, probably the surprise of not just like probably in the last five years, we probably haven't seen a bigger upset than uh, that against uh, Geelong. Um, Hawthorne down and out at halftime and then come up and sneak a one-point victory over the Bummers. Um, Sydney stunned the Lions, Port thumped throughs, and uh, St Kilda just got over the line in a... Um,
0: Absolute a torrential, torrential. rain-esque
2: yeah. game against the Giants. I'm win it. And the Eagles got the job done in the last quarter against the Sun so the Sun stuck with them for three quarters you'd say, and then uh, the, the, I guess the maturity, the bigger bodies of the Eagles list uh, got them over the line. Oh, so let's go make, go the season opener didn't. Well I was so, just gonna yeah. say
0: just while we're on that, probably didn't help that uh, one Matthew Real, which yes. we'll get to later on in the pod, mm-hmm. played about five minutes of game time and then very unfortunately uh, has now got a confirmed PCL. Yeah, can't take a trick, the poor boat. No. Nah. no,
2: nah, it's it's a shame because he's a very,
0: very good player and we and
2: you know I've Said this about ten thousand times in the last twenty four hours to you boys. You just hope it's not one of those players that his career is ruined by injury because mm. from what we've seen last year, you probably haven't seen a better five games from a debutant. And he done his shoulder last year, and now he's done a knee, so that rules him out pretty much for this year. Uh, so yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty shitty time for him. Mm,
1: it is. Anyway, um, so Thursday night, boys. Yeah, same old story for Carlton, I suppose. Or we know they're coming, mate.
2: We just don't know when, we always, but we know they're coming. We're competitive,
1: but is that enough, man?
2: I don't think it is, mate. I don't be- think it's been enough for a couple of years, to be honest. Because glass are full, right? You could say that Carlton were giving it to Richmond for, you could even probably say three and a half quarters. That's probably being maybe a little bit generous, but they were still in the game with about 10, 15 minutes ago. Now, Glass Half Empty says to me that, irrespective of, you know, what the Tigers have been able to achieve in the last three years, when are Carlton finally going to stand up and be counted when it matters? And they've they've let themselves down again. Um, Poor kicking for goal really hurt them. And... Dev fans just walk away disappointed and frustrated again. Our boy, our boy, Woody, um, staunch Carlton man. um, I I was pumping up the tyres, you know, during the game, and to Woody's credit goes, he was just waiting for this inevitable
1: fall off the cliff, and he was right on the money. He was, and um, he was was saying to me, look, this is unacceptable. Mm. We can't just keep accepting losses like this. Um, You're just going to end up just being a mediocre club. Correct, which, is, which, which they have been for a long while now. I which I mean so. He has. He, he had a fair point. I mean, uh, Richmond. Richmond did what Richmond does. They ended up getting the job done. Running over him. Dusty was special again. Dusty. He's actually as much as I most as I might despise him. He's one of the one of the most eye catching players to watch. He is just
0: scintillating.
1: Scintillating. scintillating. Showtime really isn't he? Oh, he is an so absolutely bona fide superstar. He is a superstar. Like. Um And the couple of, well, they've got a few soldiers to come back. They've got a Williams and a Jack Martin. I, I don't and know. And was unfit. Yeah, yeah. So they've got a few. Mitch, uh, Mitch McGovern, which, oh. you know, whether he's in the best 22 or not is another matter. But, yeah, uh, correct. So.
0: They've got a few to come back in the blues, but um You know I think Mitch McGovern could be in the best twenty two if he actually gave half a shit. <clears throat> he runs around quite often on the football field when he gets named in the best twenty two and just you don't you see some players that just always gut bust and put the effort in all the time. He doesn't. McGovern just Gives up half the time yes. and expects to get the easy ball and doesn't have to doesn't have to defend and you know, doesn't have to chase his man and honestly as a football player I've only ever played amateur league as of all of us here if at all mm-hmm. as a football player you absolutely revere those players that go out of their way to bust their gut to set you up get on the end of a play take an opponent out of somewhere whereas McGovern just he doesn't seem to want to play for the club or his team he just he just wanders around doesn't he
2: I just yeah. think he, he he from the outside looking in. They gave him a blank check. He signed the blank check, and that's all he's doing. He now. checked he, out. Yeah, he's that checked out. Yeah, he's just cash. Yeah, he's just, yeah, just collecting way.
1: collecting checks. Collecting checks. 100%. checks 100%. There's, a, there's
0: a few blokes in the league getting around just collecting checks at the moment too. Very much so. Which we'll probably discuss yeah. yeah, later on. Giving half a shit. That's a very, very good, uh,
1: very good analogy there. One we'll probably use again later on the pod. Now the Dogs,
2: sixteen point winners over the Pies, but that could have been. Um, and we'll, oh. pro- we'll probably discuss this later on when I have my two cents about the pies, and I also got a little bit about the dogs actually. But a sixteen point winners, but it was a domination by the dogs. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah of course the old adage you should have won by more or something. Yes, but they got the, they got the job done. They got the job done. They get the four points. They move on. But Chigwiz, uh, Collingwood, they were in um, they were in all sorts on Friday night. At some stages of the game, they looked. <laughs> VFL type, VFL reserves type level. It, it wasn't that first five ten minutes. You thought, "Geez, this is going to get ugly real fast."
1: Yeah, because um, well, they were getting their bus handed to them in the centre. And if they're doing if they're doing that, and they're trying to rely on a patchwork forward line mm-hmm. to kick in the score, I, I
2: don't think it's going to win them any games. No, no, I have to agree, mate. And whatever, and I, I put this up on my Facebook the other night. Whatever they're paying Darcy Moore. They need to pay him double because if they didn't, he didn't have him down back on Friday night. Mm. Oh my it god, been, it would it,
0: it, it would have, have been, been a car way. crash. Yeah. I tell you, I tell you one, <laughs> I tell you a couple of blokes that their pies missed. Yeah. Stevenson, and Shalor. It was obvious. It was obvious. Yeah. And you know what? I know Phillips was a bit part player there, but he would have been very handy for him in that yes. game as well.
1: 100%. Yeah, it uh, yeah, just, just boggles the mind My uh, Bucks just wanted to get
0: rid of a bit of run and a bit of use out of the side. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> we digress. We digress. <laughs> just on that game too, actually, there's a fellow, I can't think of the, the way to pronounce his name. I'm trying to bring it up. Uh, Latham Vandermeer. Vandermeer. Latham, oh, yeah, the, that the little Bulldogs player,
2: yeah.
1: He was just a
0: battering ram, wasn't
2: oh, he? Oh, yeah, he, he, uh, he gets the... Um, he gets the motor running for Phil. Yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah uh,
1: you were adding him oh, him. He's, like,
2: he's been on the, he was one of the ones in the dossier because I've seen him play in uh, Amy Community Series and uh, I think he copped a bit of a knock, so they might have put him on ice early in that game. But in the quarter and a half he played, he was just carving us up, and I was like, "Ooh, I like to cut a few stupid." He is so a very, you've had a very your solid, own, very solid play for the doggies. yes, you, so? yes. He, uh, yeah. he he gets the uh, engine there's, revving.
0: There's not too many players that return, and if you look at stats alone, there's not too many players that return. Stats of two goals, four tackles, uh-huh. that are as exciting as what Vandermeer was. Uh-huh. From what I caught of that game when I saw that bloke get around the ball, he was kind of, it was, he was electric. You know, I wouldn't say he had it on a string. But you would always see opponents were always looking around, looking over their shoulders, like, am I going to get done here? Is this bloke going to get off the leash? He was creating just, things, wasn't he? he it just
2: yeah. every time he was involved, something would happen to the doggies' betterment. That's
1: yeah. right. Yep. 100%, mate. Um, yeah, we're sitting here, and I'm the only... Well, I'm the only loser here, and you're both winners, so... Yeah, the We can't say that very huge.
0: often, actually. No, yeah, we, we can't. A, not, no, it's not unfamiliar territory Last for you, Yeah, yeah, this, this is right, but... Uh, um, Although I have to say, you do handle it with a plum. You don't put a Richmond supporter esque spin on it when you're up and about, like like some blokes we name by the name of Bruce Mealds. Yeah. yeah. Bi-
1: oh, cheers. Speaking of fucking dossiers, um, <laughs> <laughs> tell you what. But uh, no, the D's the D's uh, did what they had to do against the Dockers. Uh, underman Fremantle.
2: Yeah, underman. Melbourne underman uh, under too. Um, let that be known. I'm not making excuses here for Melbourne. But that could have been an even bigger win for Melbourne had they kicked straight in the last quarter. Um, It was sort of similar to the Tigers-Carlton game. The Dockers, to their credit, stuck with the Ds for three quarters. And then I just think the Ds, maybe fitness, more mature bodies, I don't know, sort of got them over the line in the last quarter. So I think it was like two goals straight to 2-6 in the last quarter. So Melbourne could have really put them to the sword. Yeah, Uh, Phil. Still an ugly win, but you take the four points. Speaking of...
1: Speaking of getting the lawns moving, okay. uh-huh. just just watching, um, uh, just watching James Jordan run around. Oh, you know, oh, oh, head, uh, oh boy, are you a little bit excited just uh, seeing him go about his business.
2: Uh, I was very excited to see it. Was very nice to see a former uh, champion of the club and James McDonald percentage jumper to him before the game. Um, uh, you know, 15 disposals, one goal, one. Think he had about four or five tackles, uh, four or five tackles as well. Um, He's pretty much, um, you know, he, he'll probably keep his spot, I think. He's uh, not
0: really going to push him
2: out, is he? No. Finey comes back, but I think Viney will replace Sparrow because Sparrow only had 10 touches. So Viney for I'm, Sparrow. I'm, I'm, out, I'm out on Sparrow. Yeah. he's. Um, I'm out on Sparrow. In fact, I don't know why he's in the best 22. Yeah. I think if Viney was playing Sparrow, wouldn't be in. Um, James Jordan last year was up in the hub in Queensland and mm. was – a B-stick away from getting your debut and bucket up his hand in a gym accident. So he's been pushing his case to selection for a long time, got an opportunity on Saturday and um,
1: <coughs> didn't blow it, that's for sure. So yeah, I put, well done to him. I put Sparrow and like Neil Bullen in the same type of yeah. class. Yeah. I don't think they're quite enough to get in Melbourne's best 22. No. Yeah.
0: On While we're still on Melbourne, if, yeah. if you can honestly look me in the eye and say Stephen May is not in the top three best defenders in the league at the moment, I don't think you're really taking things seriously. Stephen May has... Look at him. He, he likes it. Stephen may's come out and he's he's proven that if he in- increases his work rate, which he has yes. done, and there was there was talk about him being pretty lazy when he first came over to, to Melbourne, unfit, etc. Yeah, and that could have been and again no indictment on the club itself, but it could be a personal thing. But it could have also been some a lack of professionalism up north, perhaps at the mm-hmm. Suns. Yep. Um, the fact that he's come out now and he is establishing himself as one of the most dominant defenders in the game is nothing but sensational to see in my opinion and i know you're sitting there philip being a a staunch demons man yeah loving it because you did when when he when he came along you did tout him and and jake lever and those sorts of guys that came along and you said Stephen may is going to be an absolute monster and we laughed at you yeah and look granted it took a while but he's Uh i'd say he's Pretty nearly there is he's, the he's starting
2: to make me not look as stupid as what he is, isn't he? He's about 28, 29. He's coming
1: right into the prime of his
2: career. What I liked about Steve May was, and I said this in our group chat when I seen that Steve May <coughs> was paying $2.30 for 20 plus disposals, I said jump on that because it was money for And Midway through the third quarter, he was already up to 20 touches. Um, he is so clean by foot, um, and what I like about Stephen May is that. He gives a shit. Like, you know, we are saying before, Mitch McGovern leaves a lot out there. Stephen May doesn't leave anything out there. He he gives 110% now. 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 He gives 110% now. And then uh, with Tomlinson as sort of a second defender, that also then helps Jake Lever be the third tall intercept type defender. And Jake Lever was probably best on ground on Saturday, having six intercept marks. And he was just... It was the old Jake Lever. It was it? the Jake Lever that... You could maybe see why Melbourne gave two first-round draft picks up for him because yeah. when he was playing that well at Adelaide, that's what sort of catapulted them into a grand final in 2017. So that was really pleasing for the Ds. I um, mean, there's a lot of a lot to like about the Dockers too. They weren't slouches by any stretch of the imagination. But uh, let's go to the upset of – you could say the upset of the last five years. Like, no-one's seen this coming, mate. The Crows' 11-12-point yeah. 11, 11, winners over –
1: 12-point
0: winners over the Cats. Over the Cats. Well, we had heard, um, well,
1: we heard, we heard, heard Clay bring up the term before giving half a shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Geelong gave half a shit uh, in the first half. So it was pretty much... It was oh. out of their, And But full credit to Adelaide by identifying that a team actually was giving half a shit. Yeah. And, that's, kept, that's so, and, on and it. saying, nah, look, we're going to put the pedal to the metal here. Yep. Um, Adelaide's, Adelaide's pressure. Just made Geelong make mistakes that they wouldn't normally make. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an all-round team effort from the Crows to get through. And I'm not I, I'm not being disrespectful to Adelaide. Uh, uh, Geelong really didn't seem like they cared. Um, that's more of an indictment on Geelong than he's it is <laughs> a slight to the slide of Adelaide. Um, I think it is mate, because I,
2: I'll take you back to you, and I know I bang on this about it a lot. This is not the first time Geelong's done this, mate. Yeah, where they sort of go it's into it's been games a game thinking. Thing they
1: rock up against a lowly team they're supposed to beat. Yeah. And they uh, they have it in their mind. They're just going to turn up and do the job. Because
2: yeah. it, this was evident in the 20... And I bang on about this a lot. But being at the game, the 2018 el- elimination final, how Melbourne could kick five goals out of the gate on Geelong. They just didn't give a shit in that first quarter. They thought, oh, this is Melbourne. We've got this in the bag. And watching the game on Saturday, but it was sort of a similar thing. Like you said, mate, they only gave half a shit. And then by the time they pulled their thumb out of their asses, Geelong was able to maintain a lead mm. that yeah. um, Geelong couldn't uh, well, claw back. I
1: think during the first half, they thought, okay, we don't give a shit, but, you know, it'll turn eventually, it'll turn eventually. Yeah, and it didn't. And by the time the third quarter rocked around, they were just shell-shocked. we like, mm. Wait. Wait, hang on a second. We're seven goals down? What the fuck? Mm.
0: Mm. Now, we could analyse this game to death. But there's really no need. A few comments around leg speed and things like that have been thrown around. I'm not going to touch on those. I've got two points I wanted to make. Have, how good was, was the game as a whole looking? Was the, it does look pretty good. It looks good. It does good. look pretty good. Yeah. Two points I wanted to make on this game in particular is our perennial whipping boy in Tech Smash Potato Walker. No, he needs a shot. Five, five goals, two. To two. Now, yeah. If we're going to sit here and bash a bloke mm-hmm. for seasons upon seasons of podcasts, we have to be fair and come, come out and a well-bloody played old man, because five goals, two from Tex Walker. That yeah. was that was pinnacle. And let's not forget, Tex Walker was an All-Australian too. He's been named in the All-Australian. That was the well. Tex of old. That was the Tex of five or six years ago. Mm. when he Mullet Tex, when yeah, he was imposing. Was opposite and, <laughs> of our marriage yeah. Mullet Tex, yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Full credit to Matthew Nix. Um, this like this time last year, they weren't giving any effort at all.
2: No, and they were, they were giving plenty of it.
1: And they were getting pants and he's managed to turn they, they had they, they had uh, i think like seven or eight players in the team that have played 10 games or less mm. and well done to the sloan ranger
2: yeah. i love that guy the sloan ranger, yeah, Rory the sloan sloan. ranger. he just yeah. um yeah. shit he's um yeah he's just so, a bloody superstar that bloke he's
1: oh, in, in summation full credit to the crows they deserved to win and probably win by more um geelong fritted away a few opportunities late to Mm-hmm. get within a goal, get within a kick or something and make Adelaide nervous. But, uh, but uh, no, nah, full credit to the Crows. And Geelong, it's not time for a bake yet. Um, I'm not... No, it's we'll, only round one. No. So there we go. We'll, <laughs> see, we'll, we'll
0: see what they put up against not, Brisbane when Brisbane and yeah. Geelong are both trying to avoid... Yeah, um, so that's a massive game next week. It it's good for,
1: good for both of them.
0: um I hadn't quite finished on Taylor Walker, though. I still want to give him a bit of a pump here because yeah, I'm just having a look on. at some stats. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm Credit where credit's due, I think. Yep. Taylor Walker ended up, yeah, five goals to 18 touches, which is pretty frigging big for a uh, high half forward. And mm. actually, when you say high half forward, he's been playing a lot closer to goal these days mm-hmm. anyway. Uh, and also 401 metres gained. When was the last time you could say that you saw somebody who plays predominantly in the forward line gain 401 metres? That's a fair... That's, midf- that's, 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 that's well, we above who, average midfield we know,
1: when he, when he, we, we know he's got a massive league on him. Yeah. Um, it, it, was, it was the... It was the timeliness of his goals, yeah. As well, he was beautiful kicking goals at absolutely crucial times, like just just when, just when danger knocked that bloke out, mm-hmm. Jake Elliott. Yeah, yeah. And um, they paid the fifty metre, and Tex had the kick, so he had to go back and know that, and he did. Now that's uh, that's sort of leadership that Tex should have showed whether he had the, had the captain. Mm. Yeah, correct.
2: Now Saturday night was probably one of the best Saturday night. AFL football nights we've had in a long time, in my opinion. You had two games. You had the your boys the Hawks against the Bombers, and the um, the Swans, Swans against the, the Lions. The Lions. And those games didn't go to script by any stretch of the imagination. And we'll, we'll go with the Hawks, mate. Well,
1: what, what, Clay, would have been... What, what half, do you think time at a half-time, mate? Like, like, this is going to be a long, long-ass
0: year. Well, funnily enough, I got off a flight from Perth. I landed, I think it was 7.45 in yep. Melbourne or 7.30, something like that. The game had just started. Mm-hmm. I had to just go to my car, you know, get taken to the airport parking, jumped in the car... Touched the radio up I think it was end of the first quarter I finally started listening to it mm-hmm. and I thought oh yeah no worries we'll, we'll see what's going on I was struggling with AM radio on the drive down from Melbourne because I couldn't get a station with FM I could hear sketchy bits and all of a sudden <coughs> I can't remember who the caller was I don't even know what station it was it's AM so forgive me mm-hmm. but the caller said something like Essendon have now piled on eight unanswered goals and I went are you fucking kidding eight unanswered goals. I'm doing 110 on the highway here. That tree's looking really... No, no, just kidding. But I, I thought to myself, shit, we're in a hole here. Yep. I got home, second day of the Dales, she had the footy on, and I thought, fuck it. You know what? I'm going to torture myself. I'm just going to watch this game out. I haven't watched footy, I haven't watched my boys play for you know uh, since last year, obviously. Yep. I'm going to watch it and to see how it plays out. About 20 minutes into the third quarter, Hawthorne kicked their own eight unanswered goals and they were back within 10 points. And I just sat there and went... What the fuck? Yeah. Like, we all know that I am a huge fan of Clarke. Yeah. Now either the Hawks yeah, went I know into what he said
1: to the boys, or what, or what heavy boys what it, or
0: either the Hawks went into the Essendon rooms and got the jabs that Essendon were meant to get, <laughs> or Clarke gave them an absolute verbal bashing at halftime because they came out with endeavour, with with drive and Flair. with some tenacity that. Mm. You really love to see, and it's you have a look at it. I think we had a run of eight goal scorers there. The eldest bloke was Luke Brewster who kicked one goal. The other seven were kicked by blokes who were 26 years old or younger, and yeah. the eldest one out of that was Tim O'Brien. Then you've got Tyler Brockmans. You've got young fellas like that kicking goals. If the young kids can keep going, they look, they're look they going to look really good. But anyway, that's enough of me banging on about Hawthorne. I enjoyed the game. I certainly didn't think they were going to come yes, back from that far behind. A good the the, the Bobbers should be really
1: disappointed. They should be. Ooh, that, um, they, and it just turned the toes up. I, I don't like
2: potting a coach first game in the season, but in the dying minutes, because I chipped this game as a draw last week and with three minutes ago, I thought, shit, I've got to got so a very in. Could have been. Uh When Ben Rutten's just sitting there like a stunned mullet on the bench, down at the ground, at least not upstairs. I was like, Phew. I don't think that's what cost Essendon in the game, but maybe there's some learnings for Rutts as well.
0: I don't think you'd go there and tell him a shit to his face. No, no, I wouldn't. He's a
2: big unit. Um, So Essendon... <laughs> Need to have a good hard look at themselves there. But then on the flip side, um, our boy Jez is very bullish of the uh, Sydney Football Club, and they are
0: doing him a, a solid at the moment because they, Jeez, they dominated good, the Lions. They've got some good they kids. them. So if you have a look, before you launch into this, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, Jez, I had a look at a stat today uh, from Fox Footy, and I think it said there were seven players with 10 or 15 games or less mm-hmm. that have been picked up by Sydney for – I think something along the lines of, don't quote me here, but I should probably should have done my research, but something along the lines of the equivalent of pick one and pick 76. They've picked up seven players mm-hmm. that are absolutely performing at their peak at the moment. Now, yeah. I don't know what it is with Horse in terms of getting some, getting some players, getting them you know, on the park and getting the best out of them, but he certainly seems to be able to do so. And Sydney have been under fire for a while. They have been. They were... Um Underwater <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. they were immense, you know. Golden, Logan
2: McDonald, three goals on debut was a key forward. You don't see that too often. Uh, Braden Campbell, Chad Warner, uh, and then you know you, you got your, I guess like your um your consistent Mills, performance, like your Callum Mills, your your Jake e. Lloyd, Luke Parkers, Parkers etc. Yeah, they were <coughs> yeah. they made Brisbane look yeah, second your, rate. a lot like you, uh, Robottoms and yeah Hurons Haywoods and, and things like that. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they were they just made Brisbane look laughable. Like Brisbane were never really in the game. Well,
1: Brisbane would have been laughing when it was
2: three goals to sit.
1: Yeah. In the first quarter. And Sydney's just gone bang, 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 bang. bang.
2: And, Do we yes. have a thing where maybe uh, Brisbane had the Geelong way of thinking where they didn't give half a shit, they thought this would just be a given? Complacency. Complacency, that's what I'm thinking of. And by the time they woke up Sydney here, basically seven goals up, and <laughs> let's
1: let's be real, Richmond weren't at their sparkling best either. They weren't, and it's only round one, um, so they didn't. No, there's no excuses. Uh, but, um, those teams played until very late in the piece. In Gold last year, uh, got the Rising Star nomination so for this round, to, so that's uh, well like deserved. To, like to Sydney, and that have had plenty of time to um, plenty of time to get, put a preseason in and whatnot. But maybe, t- maybe they're just hitting the ground running.
0: Yeah, so I'll tell you better. who impressed for me for Sydney. That's the I think it's his third or fourth. He's been at West Coast since Kilda. I'm not sure if he's been anywhere else. But Tom Tom Hickey, Hickey. yeah, 23 disposals, 24 hitouts, equal with uh, Oscar McInerney. For a Ruckman to get 23 disposals and dominate the hitouts that's peak Nick Nat type that, that is 100%. I'm not saying he had the same sort of influence. No. That's peak. If you've got a Ruckman that can turn himself into a, a, a mid-20s disposal midfielder and actually use the ball uh-huh. like a midfielder, not like a big dopey Ruckman, that's, that's like having an extra midfielder at the centre bounce. We've said this a million times before, and yeah. I think for his first game, I'm pretty sure it's his first game for the club, he did extremely well.
1: Well, the yeah, uh, well, the, the well, the mob who beat Geelong and the mob who beat Brisbane, um, they're going to be facing each other next week, and uh, I think Buddy might be back or he is back, mm-hmm. I think. So that's going to be a very interesting, very interesting that's game. Interesting though, isn't it?
0: Good start. The mob who beat Geelong, the mob who beat Brisbane are facing each other each other next week, and Brisbane and Geelong and are facing And vice versa. It. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, Sydney, Sydney could get themselves off to a pretty good start this year. They could be torn. There, we'll see if. Adelaide can repl- can replicate some mm. of that effort 100% that they, that they had it's I mean it, I'm not saying it was easy but it, it was easy to maybe to get up to put that type of effort in at a 4.45 on your home deck it's 29 degrees mm. in Adelaide um, whether they can do that again in a week's time away from home we'll probably we'll, we'll, we'll find Wait out what's this space yeah, we'll find out a lot about the crows next week which I, I think we know a fair bit about them i I, st- I still don't see them winning a whole heap of games. No, um, but they'll surprise a few, like they did on yeah. Saturday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that, yeah, if they turn out, if they turn out with the effort they turned out, and the other Bob just, 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 uh, just going through the motions. Yeah, you can, you can see that they'll get someone.
0: Yeah, the next game was absolutely mm-hmm. no surprise to anyone. Port thumped Adelaide. Uh, sorry, Port thumped North Melbourne in their own home deck in Adelaide. Yeah. North actually did okay they stayed in it for nearly half a game oh, that was actually at uh, Etihad Stadium Was it at Etihad Stadium Well we can edit that bit out surely can't we? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> it was at Marble. yes you are right you are Sorry coming. Marble stadium yes yeah. um they came stayed in it Right up to probably halfway through the second quarter. And then yep. Port Adelaide just went, you know what, with that Muffy or Sheep. Their cheap, class, their experience, yeah. So we don't have to spend a million years on that game. But, look, there was no surprises there. Tom Powell was solid
2: for them. Uh, their pick three, Will Phillips, I don't think, played in this game. But um, Tom Powell was solid. And Jaden Stevenson with a lazy 33 touches and seven tackles. He was a, it appears, only after round one, th- of course, one round. Uh,
1: <laughs> a Brian's good pick him. A Ratio Fantasia. Oof. <sighs> He was looking very sharp. I, I did pick him up with my super coach team. I did have a laugh. I was on Facebook
2: and there was a guy that put ten dollars at five thousand and one for golden to get three or more goals. And, and a Razio to kick five, five or more and, and he he three minutes ago four goals four. He kicked four goals four and with three minutes ago he had a shot at goal and passed
0: it off. <laughs> So it was paying. Yeah, let's let's go through this. It was a ten dollars bonus bet on sports bet. Yeah, he, he cost him nothing. It could have netted him fifty five thousand dollars for gold in the kick three. am fifty four thousand
2: nine hundred ninety when they take the ten bucks yeah, back. No, but still, yeah, yeah. A lot, he, he would have had a nice payday. That's oh, for sure.
0: And he kicks four goals for you. Would be we're not advocating for violence against anyone here, but you would be absolutely filthy.
1: Yeah. Anyone who thinks Port Adelaide aren't just primed to least make a Grand Fond or, or have the cat oh. too. Oh, look. The stock too. They've got the cattle. Um, the
0: they're, they're at top. They're, they're, if they don't make top four, they've only got the they're, top they're top draft. Their yeah.
1: draftees they got a few years ago, they, the year of Butters and Dersmer and all that, they're just maturing. Yeah. Again, uh, Travis Bogue hasn't dropped off any. And, and they've got they've got sort of solid bit part players now, like your Dan Houston, Riley Bonner. They're actually becoming mm-hmm. quite, quite handy players. Um, Carl Amon. Um will say the, the addition of Elia Elia into the back line is going to help them, help them greatly. Uh, One of uh, your
0: boys nearly Phil I did, I did he's, slot into on the
1: On the precipice. He is definitely on the precipice. I did, I like I did Aaliyah. slot
0: Elia into my supercoach team, which uh, Woody actually said was a very astute pick, and yeah. he returned me quite a decent uh, return for his price. On to the next game Saints versus the Giants up yeah. in the swimming pool that it was. And mm-hmm. thoughts go out to those up in New South Wales and Brisbane who are still struggling through torrential rains. Right. I'm not going to review the game. I'm just going to say one thing. Jez and I had a chat about it in the car on the way, over. I don't think I told you this, Phil. If I said to you, Jack Steele's on 19 touches at three-quarter time, Mm -hmm. how many do you reckon he was going to finish on? 26, 27. Right. So I had a bet for St Kilda to win between 1 to 39, which I knew was going to happen because I knew they were going to win and I knew it was going to be a low-scoring affair up in the torrential rain. Yeah. I had um, Jack Steele and Josh Kelly to both get 20 or more touches. Yeah, Jack Steele had 19 at three-quarter time.
2: He got none in the last quarter. Do you reckon
0: he touched the pill in the last quarter? Nope. Not a fucking single touch.
2: You should just get paid out for that. Justice refund. Out of
0: all of the players in the league that you thought would have been able to collect one touch in a quarter, it would have been Jack Steele. Yeah.
1: Um, let's run through. Let's run through the names: um, Max King, Brad Crouch, James Farrell, Jaron Geary, Dan Hanover, De- Rowan Marshall, Ben Patton, Paddy Ryder. You'd safe to say they're all at least starting at, starting twenty two, if not you starting would say at, eighteen players. You would say so. Um, and they got the job done over the Giants. So that was a pretty gutsy win. Yeah, uh, nah, Tim, Tim would led him over the line pretty much.
2: I'm very curious to see how the Giants go this year because it's. Oh, I think we discussed this in last week's pod. It's going to go one or two ways.
1: It's going to go good, or it's going to go really, that, yeah. really, really bad. It might, it might go. It might go away for the giants that it's gotten gotten a bit too hard or bridged too far, and you might oh. see them. You might see them actually tail off. It's, I, I think that's
0: um, not the case. It's too much talent there. That's it. There was a young bloke by the name of Jack Bytel who collected a uh, game-high ten tackles. You've got a bloke that's coming to the side. He's, I think Vitale's only 21, 22, yep. I mm-hmm. think, and he's laying 10 tackles. Uh, coach will look at that and say and he's torrential in, he's rain in team. The, torrential the team rain. next week. Correct. Yeah, yeah. On on effort alone, whether the yeah. tackles – whether the tackles, I mean, tackles always affect the game because they put pressure on it and they move the mm-hmm. ball around. But um, just on effort alone, a bloke that just comes out, steps up, says, all right, I'm ready to play AFL footy. I'm just going to get you know, like a lazy it. 10 tackles. That's phenomenal. Yeah, so the coach is going to select him next and, week. It wasn't even that; it wasn't just the fact that he had ten tackles. He still chipped in with thirteen touches as well.
1: Handy, very, very handy.
0: Yeah, like a, yeah, like uh,
1: Gresham and Billings and and um, and Ross. Um, they had to step up with the other top liners being yeah. That's right. uh,
0: gonna, very, very. I, I could probably not tell you, but I'm going to. I'm going to tell you anyway. I'm just Googling quickly how old Jack Whitehall is because I might sound silly and say that uh, Northern Port played in Adelaide instead of Marvel Stadium. It might be something like that, but we'll see. Uh, Jack Whitehall is 21 years old. 21 years of age. And it, is, it was recently his birthday. Happy birthday, Jack. Well, that sort of stuff gets you contracts and gets you... It does.
2: Gets you all you need to do, to, and it is so simple, all you need to do week in, week out, is play your role. That's all you have to do. Play your
0: role and put maximum effort in. Have a go. That's it. Have a crack. It's round one. There are no excuses for players not to be giving 100%. There should be no niggle injuries. There should be no fatigue. There should be nothing like that. These are professionally tuned athletes. So for any player to go out and not give their 100% at round one and try and get their team off to a great start, coaches this week will be reviewing match footage and just going, you know what? You could have ran an extra 20 metres and affected that passage of play. You could have chased mm-hmm. that bloke with that footy down. They're going to look at this stuff, and they'd look at it week in, week out, no matter whether it's round one or whether it's round 23. Yep. But there's no excuse for doing it in round no, one. Shit, no, shit, um,
1: uh And next game, there's only really one story out of that. Yeah, the Eagles and the
2: Suns. Was, uh, yeah, Matt Rao with the PCL. Um, you know, glass half full for the Giants to go three quarters against an Eagles. Suns, out. Suns. That's almost... Suns. Oh, sorry, Suns, sorry. Suns to go three quarters to a almost full-strength Eagles outfit on the Eagles' home deck is commendable. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was um, Matty Real, He's the, the big news story out of that. And, yeah, uh,
1: they, they did have the Eagles sweating for a little bit. They but, did. Um, is it? I Big forward down at... Uh, big blonde forward. Thank you. Down at full forward. Thank you very At West Coast. He might be taken over from the likes uh, of Kennedy. Can
2: I uh, talk about this bloke last year? And I believe our boy Corey Barclay was uh, quite... It was all
0: about him. Yeah. About him. I, was, I was actually going to suggest that uh, Oscar, yeah, Oscar Allen... Oscar Allen, by the way. Oscar, Oscar Allen Oscar probably Allen. won't be sitting on waivers for too much longer in our stables. No. He pulls out... Another one in the dossier. Another one in the dossier. Um, yeah, so he... he
1: uh, he might be uh, ready to just take the mantle from the Kennedys and the Darling. Darling, yeah. which is really
2: pleasing for the Eagles because they are an older list. And then when you've got a key forward that's 21, 22 years of age, that can stand up and kick a bag, sort of feel a bit more confident going, well, so, if J.K. Yeah. or Darling go down, we've got a very, believe, very Do you handy. believe
1: West Coast can win the flag?
2: Ooh. What's got to go their way? A lot's got to go their way. They have enough talent on their list to do it. Like the last time they played was only twenty eighteen, and they haven't really lost too many players since then.
0: Um, a few, a few have slowed down. Though, a few have
1: slowed down. Um, but do you see, him, like, do you see them winning a big final at the G? Well, they got.
2: They'll get their twelve home games this year, pending that you know there's not another lockdown or whatever. So you could basically say they're going to get 10 wins just from that. So then they only need to get four wins on the road to finish top four. And then uh, they, they do perform well at the MCG come September. Mm. They've proven that they can uh, um, step up when it matters. So it wouldn't be a, a foolish summation to make.
0: One name to throw at you boys, and we yeah. talked about him last week, Jack Lukosius, the Harry Ooh. Potter spell himself. Yes, yeah, so he's uh, got uh, yeah, he's in more 700, Supercoach 787 kilometres gained. Uh, kilometres, mm-hmm. metres gained. <laughs> well, really a kilometre. Yeah.
2: Really <laughs> he, he kicked it all the way back to uh, Gold Coast, <laughs> did he? Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: 787, <clears throat> and his opposite number in Dom Sheed uh, collected 644 oh. metres but had nine clearances. So there's some big numbers. That is a big numbers. Oh, You'd expect it from Dom Sheen. Would you really expect it from Jack Lucotius?
1: I rate and he uses the ball he right? does. Very,
2: very well. You could see why he was a very I think he was top two, top three. Yeah. Top two yeah,
0: the
1: he draft. was drafted but as a forward, wasn't he?
0: I believe so, yeah. We always talk about this, right? We always talk about disposals and how much people use it by hand, how much people use it by foot. Lucotius had twenty three touches, of which twenty were kicks. Yeah, hence why he's gained seven hundred eighty-seven metres yeah, because
1: he, he gets out, he gets out in space off the half back line because he's he playing can, a he game called. Well, yeah. What's the game called? Football. Football. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Which Correct. Um, something will sound a bit more of uh, of late of late. Oh, yeah. I, I, I like it. I really I really liked. I've got to give Steve Hawking a bit of credit because. It, was, it would, would have <laughs> You'd be, be the only one that does. No, well, no. Well, just I'm going going on what I see yeah. the evidence uh, mm. on the weekend. Um, teams are just willing. Teams are willing to mm-hmm. have Take a crack more. And yeah. I, think, yep. I think you've found that the teams who are kind of stuck in their ways and not willing to mm-hmm. have been found out. Mm-hmm. Let me give you a name. Jack Bowers, 30 touches at
2: 100%. Was it 100% anyway? 100%, and yeah. something like 27 of those were kicks.
1: 28 yeah. were
0: kicks. So there you go. Kicks. That shows you that when was the last time you yeah. could say that a player's disposals were 90% by foot? I can't think of any. And
2: to nail every one right of them. Yeah. That's, so there's a lot of positive signs for the Suns there. Their senior players are starting to develop and mature, or are continuing to develop and mature, like your. Um, but then also the young kids fell like Lacocious, Noah Anderson, etc. Uh, yeah, there's more positives than negatives for the Gold Coast Suns, which would probably be the first time in a long time we could say that.
1: All right. Um, all right, we're going to get on our boys and how they performed.
2: Yes, our boys.
0: Should we, should we just go through tips really quickly?
2: Oh, yeah, we'll do our tips. Not so, uh, Just quickly. Mm-hmm. Our boy Clay got seven. I got seven. I got six just got six so on our three blokes no clue uh tipping competition. Uh I think there's about five or six of us on seven but I'm currently in front because of the margin from the Friday night game. So uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes through and another,
1: another, another thing we couldn't bear to watch, uh, Fris Nields win, uh, <laughs> win, uh, uh, <laughs> win, win another thing. I'm, I'm glad in, I so could... Uh, get uh, in there uh, and uh, talk it, to you by the name of the Yeah, if yeah,
0: any of us could just stop him winning that, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes. <laughs> our On to our boys. On to our boys. So, we can reverse. Well, let's go with Phil, because he's got fuck all. So, we'll start. Yeah, right. yeah nice and quick, Phil. Uh, so,
1: um, pass, fail. So, so, so... so. Uh, yeah.
2: For Matty Rowell, I just did this as a so-so because we didn't have enough enough of a um, body of work to, to see because you went down with the knee. Uh, Cripps got a tick for me. Petrarca got a tick for me. Maxi Gorn got a, a thumbs down for me. He was well below his best. You're yeah, going up against a debutant, ruckman and Lloyd Meek, who had six handballs and minus one metre gained. Like That's all he, Lloyd Meek had was six disposals and 13 hit-outs. And Maxie Gorn still couldn't dominate. Is it short,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it short of a gallop, Max? Uh, look like it.
2: So let's uh, let's see if he bounces back against Thank you. That's the Killed
0: darts, up. maybe you reckon in the off season.
2: Uh, don't think so. I think he's given up the darts now, which is good. But yeah, so you've got a thumbs down for me, but Petraka Cripps got a thumbs up. So I've got a an out. I, unfortunately, I need to uh, give my boy and Batty Row a chop because it looks like he's season done. Now,
0: so, can I can I caution you for a moment? Yes. You put Matty Raley out, and if he comes back, either of us can pick him up. You currently Sorry. don't have a full stable. If I was you, this is just my advice. I'd just keep him because no one can select him if he's still in your stable. Nah, but the thing is, mate, he's not
2: going to win the Rising Star. That's why I had him in there. Um, so, and over the next few weeks, I've, I've got about 12, 15 boys I'm keeping my eye on. So, the stable will be getting full soon.
0: Will um, uh, We'll have to do a bit of digging, Jess, to find out who they are. Snap <laughs> there. Uh, who but uh, some, uh, spare dossier, there. No, yeah. So I'm going
2: one out, one in this week. Uh, so yeah, sorry, Maddie Rao, get well soon, mate. But my boy that's in is uh, Sydney's. How he, how North Melbourne can select this guy is beyond me. But Sydney Swans just would have been sitting there on draft night, going, "Thank you, North." Would have sent them uh, some uh, flowers and a box of chocolates for this one. <laughs> Uh, Logan McDonald, three goals, one on debut as a key forward. I think he had about, uh, let me look at some notes. here. I think he had about twelve or thirteen disposals as well, at about seventy percent. So, he is uh, in the my boy stable, Logan well, McDonald.
1: What happened the last time a team had a pick before and picked a midfielder before picking a key position player? A key, a key position player. I think he played for this model.
2: Yeah, uh, I, maybe I maybe. believe they uh, uh, might have gone Mitch Thorpe at pick six and then uh, Geelong snapped. I think you were talking about. Uh, I was, uh, I was more
0: referring
1: to Richard Tambling before. Uh, oh, Richard Tambling before Buddy Franklin, yeah. Buddy Franklin yes, yes. I think, uh, Chris Shields would know all about that one. Yes. Uh, so. Um, no, Chris.
0: Wouldn't. Just to tell you Chris what, with the, be the be amount of references were made to Chris. You better listen to this freaking podcast. Chris listen, Chris,
1: <laughs> wouldn't, Chris. wouldn't remember anything pre 2017. Uh,
0: so, so uh... Could have don't, to Richmond. Don't be Jackson? silly. That's, that's
1: <laughs> like Wood, would, oh, I don't think he's mentioned anything before. So oh, oh, Gav. Gav. Gav.
2: So there's my boys. So yeah. welcome, welcome to the stable, Logan McDonald. May
1: you rest in
0: peace. <laughs> <laughs> if was nothing like what your football predictions are like, mate. Well, you, you well,
1: gonna... well, well. You, your stable is already uh, already annexed one player, so yeah, so <laughs> yeah, good track record so far, Phil. <laughs> oh, only because he was injured, mate. But like, yeah, that's well, what I'm saying. Like, right, okay then. Get mate gets in your gets in your stable. And all all of a sudden he's uh, they they they're putting him behind the curtain and. Uh, getting the
2: shot here. Let's just uh, bring, let's bring up our Phantom Draft podcast. We are all make here set Fremantle back fifteen years. Anyway, what do you got, Denno Wise knowledge. What
1: do you, you got here, mate? All right. Well, um, <laughs> uh, it, I think the combination of uh, Tim English and Stephen Martin is going to be very good. It will. Uh, uh, English will play more forward. Yeah, I reckon. English. Um, he needs to learn to kick straight, but he'll uh, he'll play forward. He uh, did some very nice things. Tim, he did. Tim English. He did indeed. Um, Nick Blakey. It wasn't a spectacular Nick Blakey game. Uh, 13 touches or something like that. So. Sorry, did you give English a tick? I gave English a tick, indeed. Uh-huh. Uh I just gave Blakey a flat line. Um, Naki Kankrote, gave a flat line because he's not in. He's not in but the squad yet. Yep. Which is unlike him, isn't it? Um, <laughs> uh, Josh Jacos I, um, I gave. I gave. I gave a cross too. He's. He was below par. With, uh, had a lot of mates at Collingwood. that was below par, mm. um, but I thought I thought maybe they... Dacos was the one that gave Trillor a hug pre-game, was it? Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, no. but um, mm. I was hoping Collingwood might be able to give some more time in the middle to the likes of the Brown boys and mm. and uh, and Dacos. Uh Callum Brown was uh, the injury sub, which I, I don't think he got on, uh, and Ty- and Tyler Brown played a bit part as well. Uh, Darcy, Darcy Byrne Jones, uh, solid as usual. Yes. Solid and dashing across half back. I gave him a tick. And a stoop selection there, mate. Uh, Tom Stewart, I uh, just flatlined him. He wasn't spectacular. He did what he had to do. I don't, I don't think he was beaten one on one. No.
0: Um, Before that game, there weren't too many players that were out and out spectacular for. No, he was just no. a, he was a
1: host of Geelong players that lit a lot of Adelaide Did the best he could with the coming in 500 times Correct. in a, a quarter, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete Laddams was pretty poor actually. Uh, mm. He he wanna lift his he's on notice, Philip. He's Jordan. on notice of my super coach too. For only a late, lousy, 45, lousy forty five. My, my boy's stable. Um, yeah, Laddams is on notice. He's, he he better lift his game next week or he yeah. might be uh, copping the Copping the old uh, guillotine. Copping the guillotine, I think. <laughs> uh, Mark, Mark O'Connor was good as usual. Uh, provided a bit of dash half off half back. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan Ridley, uh, did what he does, takes some marks, takes some marks in the back half and, and, uh, is also pretty accountable. Surely gave him a big tick. Particularly in the first half, which is a very interesting thing to do this week. (laughs) Uh, Bailey Smith, I gave two ticks because he was exceptional. Oh, mate. He was exceptional. He, uh, talk about getting things moving, Philip. They, uh. He is a beautiful player and
2: a beautiful looking human as well. He of course, is, look, yeah. He is shredded like a Julian salad.
1: That bloke. He's he's getting he's getting strong too. He's getting able to just he is brush off and pull away from people as well.
2: That's one bloke who I want to keep. He needs to keep that mullet. Yep.
1: Last,
0: and the mustache it goes yeah, really
1: the well. Tash, yep. the last the year, last year he was more of a link player. That's this all year, all. this year he was um he was in the guts a whole lot more, and he was able to get Buster some packs. Mm-hmm. And uh, so He's only going to go on the up and up I reckon Bailey Smith He is a very very solid player And uh he gets Phil Kimber just, very, very just, uh, solid. Just add another solid player to the Bulldogs' midfield. Philip, just yeah, work well, <laughs> as if they don't have enough. Well, if just we ever do a um, if
2: we ever do a brief draft of the 2018 draft, he'd probably be um, he was uh, pick seven, I think. Yeah, uh, without looking at the other picks, I believe it was Sam Walsh in the 2018 draft. If oh, I was Carlton right now, Carlton, Carlton, Carlton. I know who I'd rather in my team. It wouldn't be Sam Walsh. Let's just say that.
1: Well. Yeah, Walsh has been solid ball, spectacular.
2: Mm-hmm. 100%. How about your boys, my friend? Let's start off with Tommy Papley, mate.
0: Yeah, look, I've gone with meh, yes, and no's. That's that's my, uh, yeah. my method of, of judging at the moment. Yep. Uh, Tommy Papley gets a meh from me. He was neither here nor there. He didn't light the world on fire, but he wasn't the worst player out there. No. Uh, Will Day gets a tick for me. He was industrious. Um, he, he really linked up some passages of play from the wing, which uh, was great to see. Uh, Luke Bruce was a meh, kicked a goal I think maybe kicked. Two. Missed a couple, didn't he? Yeah, Which he is did. very un Luke yeah, Bruce esque. And that, when the game was on the line, uh, too. Yeah. He's very good on the run. On the on the set shot He's not as dead eye with a set shot as he is. Except ago. for the fact that he got 27 goals in a row from set shots. shots yeah. <laughs> he I mean, i mean, I'm, I'm, I'm of mean, late.
1: When yeah. I added, yeah. 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 you did. I was late. Um, I'm, and I'm talking the last three, three years. Well, You're right.
0: No, you're right. He was, when the game was on the line, he didn't really step up as a senior forward in that. But he got he got the ball, don't get me wrong, but his goal-kicking let him down, and we know what we say about Paul kicking don't we, boys? Isaac Rankin, for me, not good enough. He was ranked. He was ranked. Rankin Rank. I'll tell really? you another player who was ranked. I've actually got... I'm going to go through my four... I didn't get a single good player. My
1: stable's just getting the back. You're like Leo Cameron. Oh, just Jesus. <laughs> just let it fly.
0: The man. only player from Brisbane of the four that I've got in my stable that can, that can probably hold their head high is Lockie Neal. He got 24 touches, which by his standards is eh. Yeah. What did he do with them? Fuck all. Um, Charlie Cameron, get on your bike, son, because you kicked 0 You didn't get a freaking shot on goal, so... Yeah. That's your job. You should have got a shot on goal. Harris Andrews, four marks for the game as a fullback. Come on, mate. You need to compete with 11 touches. Yeah. Game fuck all.
2: When You're a nothing. debut's kicks three goals on you as well,
1: that's not... Uh...
0: Yeah, correct. And Brandon Starchevich, I think I uh, mozzed you last week when I said that you had some big things <laughs> yeah. up. Oh, so Clay's Brisbane stable is... Uh, didn't falling apart. So, the wheels enough? are already falling They're off. They're not like. doing well. They're not doing well. And then to round it out, uh, Dusty Martin had it. Oh. there's a reason why I put him in my stable. He's, yeah. he's the, the prize race horse. he is. You've um, probably got your three points to the ground there, mate. I'd say so. Yeah. And, uh, look, Isaac Quainor, meh, he didn't really do that great. So, nah, nah, uh, a bit of But on that, I do have a change. Uh, oh. Lukey Bruce, I did say that he's yes. probably going to be the likely one to come out because that was more of a heart than a head pick. Yeah. Uh, Bruce out for my boy Errol Golden. Oh,
2: I like that one. Oh, oh that, that gives me a raging clue. We, Errol yeah, Goulden. Do we have a contest? Uh, uh, you know what, mate? I was I was going to contest it. I was going to because uh, in our preseason pod I was pumping up Braden Campbell and Errol Goulding. I thought you know what, this man needs all the help he can get. <laughs> so I thought I'm I'm I'm. I'm going to give him a charity pick here, and I've got my boy Logan McDonald, and I've got a... I'm just sniffing out a few weeks to come. Well, see, this so, is, this
0: is, this is precisely the reason why I was having to go last, because he already <laughs> chose Logan McDonald, so uh, you've got no room in your stable. Yeah, no, to he's really had his own picks. That so. is a very good selection, and I've even chucked
2: him in my starting midfield and super coach, because yeah. I oh. had him on my bench... And to see him score 139 when Rouse scores 6. And my emergency in Tyler Rockman
1: scores 22. Um, yeah, well, I had a bit of an emergency, but I had another player in, but there was still a rolling lockout. So yeah. I was able to take a player out and put yeah, it in. Beautiful. So I put in some Gold Coast player that wasn't going to play yeah. in the starting midfield spot. So Golden. Would we'll get the point. He is. Uh, uh, so and a uh, uh, confirmed
2: rising star nominee for this round, which is well
1: deserved. I don't well, know. We're still got right, a, right. No. we are still, still got a bit to get through. Yeah, this is what I'm going
0: to get at. We're going to do our tips later on, but I want to hear this. So, news is coming out of Patrick Dangerfield's uh, suspension. Coming, yep. It's been given three weeks. The yes. AFL came out and said that it was intentional. Uh, Intentional, reckless and severe, I'm yeah. pretty sure that's what they came uh, in and said. Just
2: to give a visual to Alice, Jess has just, uh, just had a, a little taste of his glass of red here, a bit of a, a Wild Duck 2018 charasse. And magnificent Wild uh, Duck. magnificent one. Wild. This is a good one, 60 bucks. It should be. Tell you, uh, you're
0: a Melbourne supporter, mate. Yeah, yeah. I'm going
2: to roll on a I just need the Land Rover and I'm set. <laughs>
0: But,
2: uh, yeah, uh, continue, mate.
0: Right? Well, all I was going to say was Jez and I had a bit of a chat on the, in the car on the way over, and yeah. we didn't go into, into depth. But I, I've got a fair, fair idea of what this conversation is going to be about, and I'll, yeah. I'll say somewhat dangerously before hearing it all, I, I agree with probably 99% of what this man's about to say. So yeah. I'm going to stare at you, Phil, while Jez delivers this, <laughs> because we yeah. all know what you think yeah. of this uh, the fella down from Moggs Creek. We, we know your thoughts on Patrick Dangerfield. Yes, yes. So we'll, we'll let our man here launch into it, and we'll see yep. if we can get that from him. Fire away, mate. Right.
1: The floor uh, is yours. Philip. Um, <laughs> get out. He starts with a Philip now. I'm now, nervous. now, the very second that incident happened, yep. you can see the beginnings of a character assassination. <laughs> Absolute character assassination. Now, not, and, I, and I was leading the charge, wasn't not I? For, not for one second do I think... Uh, you shouldn't get suspended or anything like that. I will, I will, uh, I will preface my comments yeah. by, by saying that. But, uh, the absolute drawl of the media and social media for that matter, yes, the very second that happened, uh, he they they had him out for six weeks and we just had the pitchforks, pitchforks out and we're calling for his blood. And then I'm just yeah. not, I'm not talking about. Just Patrick Dangerfield here. Yes. Any high, any high-profile player. Yes. As soon as an as soon as an incident like this happens, oh, everyone everyone just wants to go for the jugular, particularly those who are not fond of the club, and the, there are many not fond of mine, as some social media groups that I'm a part of. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> we die, Chris. So, yes. So uh, very very quick. Yeah. Very very quick to judge and quick to not sure we can call it as you see it mm-hmm. but calling it as they see it while actually wanting him to be rubbed out even people who probably didn't even see the incident at all saw the danger got reported and automatically like alright weeks weeks um, it's piss poor uh, uh, but you know I wouldn't expect anything less from the Neanderthals that I, uh, I associate <laughs> oh, <with." laughs> <laughs> bang bang! bang. And, uh, yeah, but you know, um, no, it's 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 pit, it's piss poor. If the same happened to a. The same happened to a Dusty, get off The same happened to a Lockie Neal um, Brody Grundy bro- yeah, 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 A Collingwood like, steel side bottom or something like that It'd be exactly the same thing now, Jack Viney got a four week so, uh, suspension so weight, I, basically, back I, knew, I knew instantly the danger was going to get off because the media and social media were going to ensure that he did So <laughs> Mate <laughs> Mate Buddy, now you're telling me that social media
2: and the media influenced the AFL. That's not what he said. That's decision? not what he said
0: at all. No, right? listen very carefully to what he said. He yeah. said the media and people in social media instantly signed his death warrant. Correct. Before even the AFL had laid a charge. But mate, that's not as. Um, uh Dramatic, is, is what I just said. No, it's said, not dramatic. We're not that married that. at first sight. <laughs> here, mate. This is all about facts. No,
1: I'll, I'll tell you what, mate, and we've discussed <laughs> and, this and before. Look, he, uh, he, he copped his right way. And, we'll,
0: yeah. we'll, we'll and, and to his credit, I think we said this before, but to his credit, he pled guilty. He just tried yeah, to uh-huh. have his z- severity brought down. That was all. That let's
2: was let's have a little discussion about this, mate, because we've discussed this before with similar incidents. Danger hits Jake Kelly. Jake Kelly gets up, so there's no sign of concussion. Does he get suspended? Does it get rubbed out for three
0: weeks? This is the whole. He would not, not. The
2: action. The it's outcome. the outcome of the action. We've discussed this ad nauseum. I am. I'm not. I'm, I'm only happy for Danger to get rubbed out for three weeks because he's not playing my D's in three weeks time. So to me, that's a plus for Melbourne. We don't need to worry about him potentially winning the game off his own boot. But I guarantee that if he had a collided with Jake Kelly on Saturday afternoon or whenever the game was, and Jake Kelly got back up wasn't concussed and played on, we wouldn't be having this conversation now and Penny wouldn't be rubbed out for three weeks.
1: It's, that's just fact. Hashtag facts. I can, I can guarantee you that if Liam Baker uh, laid that bump, uh, it wouldn't be on every single social media post or back page of the uh, Herald Sun uh-huh. every week. It would just be an incident. Yes. And um, maybe you get rubbed out the same, maybe you wouldn't, but... Uh, yeah, it wouldn't be so quick to judge. There'd be no funeral over it. No, 100%, yeah. Uh, to, I, and obviously, I like to, to wind
2: you boys up and stuff, and uh, I, I haven't had much material for a long time now, so I was sticking the boots in the judge saying, well, at least it's got three weeks off, and now we'll be able to do something in September with those three missing weeks. You might actually do something for three <laughs> weeks in September and stuff like that, but jokes aside, this is just a clear ruling on the outcome of the action instead of the actual action itself because we've seen worse bumps than that where a player's got up, played on, and the, the bloke that's laid the bump that looked a lot worse than dangers gets off. Because Who's the, the bloke that Sean Burgoyne,
0: Burgoyne sling-tackled to the ground and he was out for two weeks last year and Burgoyne got what for it? Fuck all. Who's uh, that?
2: Yeah, I I'm pretty sure the
0: bloke question. that Burgoyne sling-tackled sat out for a couple of weeks with concussion. Yeah. yeah. And what happened to Burgoyne? Nothing.
1: It's just... It's Match review. Lotto. We, we discussed well, they've, it. They've, uh, they've they've made this call about the head, and rather, and rightly so. Yeah. And rightly so. But this instant, the AFL obviously would have had to have been made to be seen to be doing something. Yeah. So they've had to use this as, as an example. It's disappointing. So that
2: obviously rules him out
1: for the Brownlow medal.
2: Personally, I don't think he would have been a contender this year for the Brownlow medal. That's just my opinion. But um, I think three weeks is a bit bit harsh. I'll, I was thinking maybe one, two at best. But oh,
0: he's got three. Fuck don't you. No, nah, just... No, nah, nah, nah. just a <laughs> side, yeah. When it comes We're, we're just having a limb yeah, uh, oh, well, one of
1: those three games, he could have done his knees, so... That's it. And the he's thing is go, that yeah. it gives a... Uh,
2: Give me some young fellas at long mate. Um,
0: Charlie Constable. Yeah. Well, Constable will come Constable. in, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, it gives someone like that to cement this spot. And obviously when Danger comes back, that player will go out. But then if that player performs well in the next three weeks and a Mitch Duncan or a yeah, Salwood isn't or whatever, that they'll go out.
1: So, yeah, it's um, a positive for a young still fella. Got a, still, to got, to still got
0: Duncan, Duncan Tuohy and Kevin and, oh, man, and, Mitch and a, few, few, a few other handy boys. I, I want to go there. on record here and just say that, you know, Geelong bias aside, or hatred aside, danger hatred aside, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I personally don't like seeing the superstar, and I'm not saying protect them because they are superstars. No. It's certainly not what I'm saying. I don't like seeing the superstars of the game sit out through injury or suspension because you want to see a pinnacle of performance. The they the on They're
2: Saturday. the ones that put the bums on seats. They're the ones
0: that put bums on seats. They're the ones that do the special things. And there's no denying that Patrick Dangerfield and, and the Dustin Martins yeah. and the Lockheed Neils do f- amazing things. 100%, mate. So outside of the fact that, you know, he's been given three weeks, you could laugh as much as you want if Danger, you know, if you don't particularly like him, but you can't deny for the fact that when he's on the field, he makes things happen, at great to He's a, he's a very, very great player, And yep.
2: okay. um, can win the game off his own version.
1: T- enough Danger, because uh, we need to talk about the pies, Phil. I'll How we time time are we going for time, Phil, by the
2: way? Uh, we're sitting at about just under an hour, 57 minutes. Right, are, you,
1: are you out on the pies?
2: Mate, I'm out on the pies. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why... That club was in turmoil in the off season. There was no positive press coming out of Collingwood. Trulor gone. That Radiger, what's his name? Uh, Russ? Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 I the, the the yeah. Suva. Basava Radiger. No, <laughs> nah, not the Jalong one. That's the one I was almost going yeah. to say. Yeah. But, you know, that bloke's gone.
0: Uh, atu Bosanovlargi.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah Savlaki. So yep. Uh, Trulor, um, Stevenson gone, right? But let's keep Julian going. Um, but anyway, that's another story. I had to pay minute. him somehow. That's correct. Um, and the thing that I didn't like on Friday night is I don't mind shaking hands, having a hug after the game when all said and done, and and you've leaving the field of battle per se. My choice of words probably isn't very good there. But to see, and I'm pretty sure it was Decos before the first bounce, give Trulaw a hug. I like to say, oh, good luck, mate. Screw that shit. If I'm the coach of the Collingwood Football Club, he's the enemy now. He plays for the dogs. What you should have been doing is pushing and shoving because it was reported in the media. Trillor was a little bit nervous. You should have been up in his face giving him a bit of, yeah, a bit of push and shove. Like, I'm not saying that we beat the living suitcase, you know, Alistair Lynch, 2004 Grand City Yeah, well, well, stuff. well, why wouldn't they have been into him? Why wouldn't they have been into him? And also the bond and also Jack McCrae. Like, let's be real now. The Bulldogs on paper arguably have the strongest midfield in the competition and Collingwood didn't even give a yelp. There was no swagger about them. There was no spunk. There was no arrogance. Um, and it was just... Weakest piss, in my opinion. Like, if I was a Collingwood fan and seen, and it might not be Dacos, but whoever that Muppet that gave Chalora a hug pre-game, I was like, I would have been like, what the is going on here? Like, the game hasn't even started, and you're seeing Kumbaya ass with a freaking opposition player. Like, (laughs) get with the bloody program. But all's not lost for Collingwood because, to their credit, (laughs) They stayed within sixteen points of a Bulldogs outfit that was plus one forty nine in the disposals and plus nineteen in the inside fifties. In our group chat, mate, we're, you were you were pumping up the Dogs. You were saying they're unstoppable and their midfield's great. Like
1: we're, we're giving them a big pump I, I up. Think, I think this is well. They went on like a four goal yeah. or something. They were looking, they were looking, uh, you know what, mate, looking like a well oiled machine. I will tell
2: you what, when Collingwood win the hitouts forty to seventeen. But then the doggies win. The clearance is thirty-five to twenty-seven, and you are plus one forty-nine disposals, so a 19 inside fifties, and you can only win by sixteen points when you have completely dominated the play. That would ring alarm bells for me. If I'm Luke Beveridge. That would ring alarm bells, if and then Luke Beveridge and Jeremy Howe stood up. They stood they were up. All in the back but when you have. The top 10 players, disposal-wise, the top 10 players being Bar Pendlebury, the other nine were Bulldogs players, says to me that Collingwood's midfield was non-existent on the weekend, on Friday night. Brody Grundy was non-existent. They were missing so, steel sidebottom. They were missing steel sidebottom. But they got absolutely dominated right across the field, and they could only win by 16 points. And then Luke Beveridge comes out today, saying Jamara Oogelhagen kicks five goals in the Fairfield and I know Fairfell is a completely different ballgame than AFL. No, we're still keeping him on ice for a while. Well, you tell me one key forward for the Bulldogs that actually fired and dominated... On Friday night, not one of them. Josh,
1: they had moments. North had, had moments. Yeah, and and my Bruce had mate, moments. Mo-
2: I have moments. I have moments with females, and then sometimes I don't have moments <laughs> with females. Like, you need to
0: be consistent, Jets. Coming up, ten delicious. I've, yeah. I've, I've got to say though, I am. I don't hate Jamara Uglehagen being held back in the bathroom. I do not no, I hate it. I would not suggest, you need know, to rush him in just for that purpose. No. I just... If the club thinks he's ready, he's ready. If the club doesn't think he's ready, he's not ready. But how often have we seen great expectations lumped on a player... Who's been put into the AFL system? Probably a bit too early. and rushed
2: early and then
1: it kills their career. I'll
0: pretty Jack much Watts. anyone play, that have, has saw, played the Carlton. I saw Jack that, Watts. With I, saw,
1: a, I saw Jack Watts playing the Queen's Birthday once. And yeah, and he got dominated. Yeah, I
2: think that. I think, I think that ruined it. That ruined him. So yeah, I, I don't. I don't mind it. I don't. No, know. I don't mind it per se. But when your forward line is, in my opinion, and this was the issue with the doggies last year, it still appears to sh- struggle to. Fire, how, how
0: about instead of relying on an eighteen-year-old kid coming in, he's been in the system for what 10 six weeks, months? whatever, yeah, whatever, so it, is, whatever yeah. it is. How about instead of relying on a kid to come in and solve all your woes, some of the senior players actually have a crack yeah. and step up and take responsibility for the forward line because they've got. Now, don't forget these Bulldogs yeah. forwards have got probably the best delivery from the best in, field the, competition. Field in the competition. Well, that, that's coaching.
1: Yeah, so and I'll just tell you that what, that English just have goals to coach kicking boys, was shocking at they, stages in front of them. That's bombed it in and yes, and, uh, and uh, Darcy Moore was eating it up by the way. To his credit, like let's be Darcy Moore was probably close
2: to That's best fun. on ground for that for that reason. Yep. He kept on um, in the game. It's what
1: what's that crazy to say, they didn't, they didn't get a whole lot of, they didn't get a whole lot of um rebounds off half back because they no. didn't, because they didn't have to because they had the ball in the middle so much. Sometimes, experience. sometimes you do get a lot of the, a lot of your score just running down halfback and from turnovers. And, yeah, and turnovers uh, and stuff. is uh, whatever, yeah. Is it fair just because they had the ball so much? Yeah, they didn't have turnovers to create, or they didn't have half-back to run off. So it's a fair so summation. So well. yeah, yeah, so they were they basically relied on kicking it into a full forward fifty. If you know what I mean. Yeah, you, so, make, no, you make valid points there, mate. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's a coaching thing. I think, I think Bavo Drew in the week will say, look, right, we have to de- deliver this way, that way. whether
0: It'll be how they bounce. Whether they execute that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not word.
1: saying just what cost come
2: with the game. They only lost by 16 points. Jordan Degoe kicked zero goals three out, 16 touches at 56%.
0: We know what we say about bad kicking. Bad kicking is bad football. The thing is...
2: Collingwood were right in that game for majority of it, although being completely dominated. So glass are full for Collingwood. There's some positive signs there. Um, and there's a lot of positive signs of the dogies, considering that they didn't even have Jason Johannesson playing for him. He, he was dropped. He and wasn't injured. He just he was, wasn't named. He, he wasn't named. So there's still, like, some players floating around. Smith medals. Lin Jong is not a bad player either. He'd been the best 22 for probably eight or nine clubs. So... They've done really, really well. It's just their forward line at the moment. I still have a few question marks on it.
0: Don't if you're going to call out Jordan De you've got to call out Josh Thomas as well.
2: Oh yeah, Josh Thomas was putrid.
1: Yeah, they can't. And then if we're relying on Mason Cox to kick, out
2: oh thank you.
1: You know Mason Cox on Twitter, yes. Mason Cox on a football field, no, <laughs> no. Oh, he, no. he has his strengths. He's solid. is yeah. a solid mark. He can he can get around the field a bit. Um. He doesn't, doesn't ever want to run forward when nah, Collingwood gets it. Hell no. But that's enough of bloody Collingwood. Let's, let's move on.
0: Let's move on. So we've, 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 got, some, uh, we've got some tips, and then uh, we'll, we'll do everybody's, everybody's favourite segment, Phil. He loves it. Everybody's favourite segment. Yeah, uh, sure. Tips. So I'll go first, you got
2: it? Yeah, why not? Like South Batman.
0: Blues play the, play the pies at the MCG. The pies will get the job done with that one. Yep. Based on the point that you make before, Phil, that... They very nearly uh, got the wood over a very good side in Western Bulldogs. I don't think they're going to do that again. As in, you know, be so slouchy. I think the Cats will get the wood over the lines, uh, being played down at uh, GMHBA. Yep. Swans will beat the Crows in Sydney. Swans are, you know, Crows did something phenomenal last week, but uh, I'm not going to back them in to do it again. And the Swans are on the up, plus it's in Sydney. Uh, Port will belt the Bombers at Adelaide Oval to the tune of 10 goals. Oof. St Kilda will unfortunately sink your Ds, Philip. Uh-huh. I think the Suns at Metricon will beat the Kangaroos. I think the Tigers will be far too good for Hawthorne at their Fortress MCG. Uh, I think the Eagles will get it done against the Doggies down at Marvel. Uh, the Eagles do come to Victoria quite well. They've got a good record down here, even though it's not MCG. Uh, and I think Frio will probably get the home team advantage at Optus Stadium against the Giants, and they'll win that one.
2: Very nice. What, what are your thoughts, uh Yeah.
0: Thursday night game, Collingwood Carlton.
1: Um, should we call this a bake off? Hmm. Yeah. A loser. A loser might deserve a bit of a <laughs> bit, of, bit of bit
2: of a bit of a baking. A of well, a so baking for Well, they will Carlton be. You can't afford lose. Will be
0: zero and two. Carlton can't afford to have another thereabouts honourable loss. No, they can't. And Collingwood need to come out and have a look at what they did against the Bulldogs last week. Say,
1: I think that the loser might be making Phil hit the dossier. I think. Very much so, mate.
0: And, uh, having be zero? <laughs> having, having two, said that, having have, said that,
1: draw. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it <laughs> could be. Yeah. Having said that, I'm, with much trepidation, I'll bet Carlton, um, with, uh, pure bias, I'll select Geelong. Um, Sydney you should be, Adelaide up there, uh, will Pants, and then St. Kilda just over Melbourne, I think. Um, Melbourne still got a few things to iron out. Correct. Um, Gold Coast will beat North Melbourne pretty comfortably. Uh, Richmond, we said this last year, Richmond will beat Hawthorne pretty comfortably, North Melbourne belted them, but I don't think that'll be the case this time. I'll back the Dogs to beat West Coast. Uh, and I think for will beat the Giants over there as well. I'm with you, mate. I'm going to
2: go the Blues by 16. Uh, so
1: it's, it, tipping the Blues would make me more likely want to give them a bake. Yeah. If they, and we, we, we know
2: my thoughts on... Um, uh The Cats should get the job done over the lines just purely because it's at Skilled Stadium and you basically – it's like the Eagles equivalent of the stadium. They don't lose down there. Uh, the Swans will account for Crows at the SCG. Port Adelaide will uh, give Bombers a bit of a lesson over in Adelaide. Uh, I think the St Kilda outfit with their leg speed um, might just get the job done Done against my boys at Marvel Stadium. Uh, the Suns will annihilate the Ruse at Metricon Stadium. Uh, Alex Sexton to kick about six or seven goals on that one, I reckon. He'll just have a day out. Uh, the Tigers should get the job done against the Hawks. Uh, dogs will roll the Eagles at Marvel um, because Eagles don't really play at Marvel Stadium all that often. And Frio should account for Giants over at our Optus
1: Stadium.
0: Bless you,
1: mate. Bless you. Me. you Very good, very good. So at just a pause for a quick sneeze break. <laughs> all good. It's bringing the right cra- bring the coronavirus all over about it. Where
0: are we at, Jeff? Um, well, what's coming up next,
1: mate? It's it's time for tin delicious, isn't it? Should oh, we should
0: we use this really special um, sound effects board that we've got here? Okay, oh, yeah, by all means, just uh, a. <laughs> Save me, Phil. No.
2: Right. Bow bow. chicken, to bow bow.
0: Yeah, uh, Philip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, babe. Uh, <laughs> Hang on. Sorry, before you start this, I've already had a chat to Phil. There's fuck all. Yeah, that's <laughs> really, that's <there's> really <laughs> not. Spoiler alert. Um, doesn't mean I can't. ask Oh no, no. This is by far your favourite segment. Yeah, yeah it, it is. Really yeah, really yeah, is
1: really. It is <laughs> vicariously through me. Yeah. <laughs> Philip. Um, yeah, last babe. time, last time we spoke. Uh, this time last week, you did have a few irons in the fire. Yeah. Did you not? Um, uh, any of those irons coming in? Uh, there is um,
2: a little bit of uh, communication with a girl at the moment. Um, potentially, hopefully, looking uh, for Is she, lo- is she, is
1: she uh, uh, from a particular
2: locale? Uh, she is from Ballarat. Oh, yes, um, very good. And uh, I don't really want to say... Too much more than that, it'll probably uh, give it away and and start some office gossip. If I was you, I wouldn't
0: do this segment. No, I wouldn't do this segment.
1: uh,
0: I'm none the wiser here, so... (laughs) But
2: but yeah, nah, we'll be uh, hopefully, potentially going on a date really soon. uh, Are
1: are we We discussing maybe a home or away uh, venue? Um, I think it'll be a... uh, a
0: neutral a uh, neutral
2: uh, a neutral public venue a neutral public venue whether then it' somewhere with now.
0: cameras so he's got proof that he went on a date with or
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, more so cameras for her safety um, but uh, so this is yeah. uh, this is day delicious Yeah, this is day delicious so um that nah, nice girl uh, good sort don't know why she wants to hang around with me she's a nice girl and a good sort but good luck to her
1: um so yeah we'll, we'll see how it goes so so all right so we've got to...
0: Those, uh, oh, oh. He's struggling with this. No, yeah, no, 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 about,
1: no. No. Oh, no! I just want to put it correctly. Um, All right, Michael Parkinson. Uh, just, just in, just in case anyone who anyone's listening who might know said woman. Um, no, no, no! I guarantee that's there's, there's only one iron in the fire <laughs> <laughs> in the video. Would well, that be correct, Philip? There is only one iron in the fire at the moment. That is yeah. correct, yes. And after after previously stating that you had many irons yeah, the Yeah, many irons, no. no they, they don't go there well. So I'm just... No, uh, I'm just uh, no, well, I'm because
2: gonna... to your credit, mate, there was multiple irons in the fire. And then last week I said, oh, look, I don't want to... Um, Jeopardise. Jeopardise, because obviously this is uh, someone that I, I do work with. Um, and it would make things a little bit awkward at work and things like that. And it just come up in conversation the other day that I uh, may be uh, interested in her in more than a uh, professional um, uh, the space, hey, I happens, guess. This happens all over the place. Yes, yeah, so... Um, a lot of people went there. So she, she was like, I, I did We're not see are this are coming. What
0: are you trying to convince me for? <laughs>
2: she <laughs> was remotely receptive to it. It's um, gone away on a girls' weekend at... Uh, had gone on a girls' weekend uh, last weekend and uh, said, "When I get back, we'll uh,
1: discuss this." Have, she you, uh, has, in, so, uh, have you put in you in plenty of groundwork, uh, like via Snapchat, various um, other various other devices, Phil? There is plenty of
2: groundwork being um, put in. I I believe I'm putting my best case forward. I hope you yeah. haven't
1: used some of Phil's finest. Uh, no, I have No, not, no, See? no, have See? not. See, no. we, so we know it's serious when you no, say No, but,
2: but, but uh, she's a uh, very classy, <laughs> uh, as I say, classy broad. That's probably a. Poor choice of words. She's a classy broad, and, um,
0: yeah. I like that. He says it's a poor choice of words, but he goes with it Well, well <laughs> okay. you know,
2: we, we know that this podcast... <laughs> I, can't
1: wait till, I can't wait till Kim listens to this. This um, podcast yeah, goes no is, further than the gutter. Girl,
2: classy broad. Yeah, we, we, we never go further uh, than the gutter. Speak
1: uh, speaking, um, speaking, of, anyway, Kim, speaking yes. of Kim, by the way. Yeah, how is my uh, mate, Kim? Uh, she's going well. Uh, okay. Okay. So I gave her a kiss on the cheek. and said, right, I'm out of here. Oh, so, I
0: was meant to mention this, wasn't yeah, I? Yeah, so... Shit. We, so, right. we, where are you going? Uh, yeah. I'm going to do the pop. So Just there. Yeah. I can take right. this you. so Put your hand out. All right. Put your hand out. Naughty. He didn't do the dishes. He, uh, F- and onto it. He didn't
1: do what? the fucking dishes, mate. I left, onto it. I left before washing the dishes. Look at Philly. He's mind you, the phone. Mind, you, mind you. I'm straight on the phone messaging him
0: now. Mind you, this disgusting pig of a man left before washing the dishes whilst walking out with a fresh can in his hand.
1: <gasps> now look, How's that? Me, now, look. I... I'm a bit pedantic when
0: how's, I, how's your hand? That was
1: a bit of whack, actually. <laughs> 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 you know, <nothing> got <laughs> arms, mate. Like, now, I'm a bit pedantic when it comes to washing the dishes. I like to rinse all the crap off You're going to go back and do them again, aren't you? That's what you're trying to tell no, us. I don't, no, I'm getting going somewhere with this. Um, so I like to rinse all the, all the crap off at first and then actually wash them properly with soap and get all the grease and whatnot off. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what I do before I start doing the dishes, so... I actually did that. I rinsed all the stuff off, proceeded to just leave them on the bench there, Oof. and uh, and wander over to my phone to, to, uh, to see a message that Clay, who brought me here this evening, was on his way. Um, so I thought, maybe I'll just rinse them today, because I'm off tomorrow. I mean, I'll, I'll have a few minutes tomorrow to uh-huh. get them done. Uh, and so Kim... Kim, she, uh, yeah. Yeah, she did post the question to me before I did walk out the door, whether I'd done them or not. Well, I've got a Mark Robertson-esque exclusive here for our listeners
2: at the thing Well, look out. Ask.
0: He's been on the phone.
2: I've been working the phones, as I do. And we know how well I work the phones, boys. And, <laughs> I, and I've like, been... You're, like, you're not talking to Mrs. Warfighter. I am talking to the better half. I'm talking... <laughs> To the brains and the uh, uh, looks behind the wharf. It looks a bit nervous. The wharf uh, Gallagher operation here. Um, mate, you're basically bunking on the couch here at the Casa de Filthy tonight, mate. I, I have got explicit instructions here. I Basically, I will uh, say that I uh, may have uh, been in communique with the, with the Dahl, your Dahl, tonight, uh, saying I'm here with that someone uh, didn't do dishes.
1: My beautiful wife.
2: Your beautiful 14, wife 14 of 14 years. years? Yes, mm-hmm. no, nothing sus. When I say I was in communique, that was a bit awkward. That sounded very Wayne Carey esque of me. <laughs> but uh, she said, yep, yeah, now we can't come home. So I said, I'll get him to bunk on the couch. And she's like, no other choice. That's just not acceptable. Mate, buddy, pal. What do they say? You dropped the ball, mate. What do they say in dog
1: doghouse? In the, the doghouse. Dog You're more in the doghouse. You're at the freaking
2: pound, mate. I'm all right with this because it means I can just drive straight home. <laughs> you can just drive straight home. You don't need a luggy skinny ass to Hungry Jack so he can gain 0.5 of a kilogram true. this week.
0: true. No, Hungry Jack's in the lounge. So no dishes for you, mate. He's that looking is,
2: around. He's looking around going, oh, has he got any spare blankets? or well, he kilos here? Well, you know, at least I've got a PS5 here. A PS5? You <laughs> can always get the FIFA out. it. I, I'll, I'll, I'll plug out the PS5 too, Kim. Don't worry, we won't be playing nah. PS5. Very no. good,
0: very good. Well, we'll take us out, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Thank you once again for having a listen to us. Uh, we will be back at you again. News for the podcast, we're going to be alternating between Mondays and Wednesdays, just yeah, depending, depending on your schedules. On. So yes. keep an eye out for things either Monday or Wednesday. If you don't hear for us Monday, it's going to be Wednesday. And if you do hear for us Monday, yeah. probably don't listen out on Wednesday because we're not doing to. We're too busy. People
2: probably find this hard to believe. We're actually starting to get socialised again now that uh, the COVID pandemic is you know, slowing down a bit. I like, oh, how, oh, yes. I like
0: how you blame the uh, COVID pandemic. it's <laughs> yeah, <yes. You're>
1: not <laughs> even to start it. If social lives means uh, I'm dragging three kids to swimming and swimming for an yeah, hour. Social life. Yeah, they're social lives. Their social lives.
0: Yeah, social lives. <laughs> right, we'll go out with this one. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. We have been Three blacks, No Clue, and you have been, as always, marvellous. Peace Catch out. Catch later.